This episode is sponsored by Enriched Superfoods. Enriched is my go-to store for the most powerful, most pure superfoods on the plain et. They've got all the good stuff from maca to matcha, from shilajit to powdered greens. But you know what I love the most? I love the mushrooms. Now I know what most of you are thinking, get on with the show, right? But I know what else you're thinking. You're thinking, how can I get better at strangling people? Us jiu-jitsu guys, we're all the same. We want to be better, we want to be badder. Well, being better requires two things, learning more stuff and being able to execute more stuff. And Enriched has got you covered with what I'm calling the White Basement Jiu-Jitsu Super Stack. First is Lion's Mane Mushroom to supercharge memory, focus and clarity and even better, give a neurotrophic boost literally helping you grow new jiu-jitsu brain cells. Now, a jiu-jitsu super brain is all well and good, but if you can't execute on the mat, then it don't mean jack. That's why the second half of the super stack is the legendary Cordyceps CS4 mushroom extract, scientifically proven to offer heroic levels of stamina and energy, as well as improved lung function, actually helping you breathe better while you stop other people from breathing at all. Go to enriched.co, that's E-N-R-I-C-H-D.co, and use the promo code WHITEBASEMENTPOD for a 10% discount across the whole site. Want to get more taps in more rounds and more respect from more people? Then get super stacked. Go to enriched.co and use the promo code WHITEBASEMENTPOD. We're back again. We actually had, funnily enough, the first... Re- this is actually the second recording. Because the, fir- <laughs> the first recording was so shit. It was stopped by God. It was literally divine intervention. And we had a power surge. And not only... <laughs> we t- we're talking to Engineer Tom over there. And uh, he said he sort of came out with this kind of sad look on his face. He goes, guys, I've lost the last 20 minutes. But little did he know that actually... <laughs> we were like, Jason, high five. <laughs> yeah, Internal yeah. high five. Yeah, this will never be heard again. <laughs> it was so shit. It had to be consigned to... To, to the ether. What's up, people? It's the Smithmeister, live and direct from Chipping Barnet. Like last week, got the main partner in crime, the compadre. White Basement, Jason in house, Jason MO, ready for another episode. Yeah, man. How you been? What's been happening? Yeah. Not too bad, not too bad. It's been a been a busy couple of weeks, and um, obviously we've been trying to put this podcast together, which has been the bane of my life. <laughs> um, many leading on from like last week's subject, um, you know, sleepless nights, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But um, I've been I've been sleeping pretty well. Oh, well, you're you're an off the cuff kind of guy. Off, yeah. Well, well, uh, yeah. I, I tell Nothing. you my I tell you my little uh, research story later once <laughs> we get going. <laughs> well, yeah. So. Um, yeah, I was just—I was going to say, um, yeah. So nothing seems to bother. Nothing seems to bother you. You're a—you're a laid-back kind of guy. So um, yeah, actually, is there anything that bothers you? Yeah, everything bothers me. <laughs> everything bothers me, but I try to—I uh, try to deal with it. There's, a, there's, I don't know. There's probably, yeah. There's probably nothing that doesn't bother me. Traffic bothers me. There we go. I mean, like, yeah, I didn't even have to try. Yeah, I thought I'd have to go to two or three things and it's kind of straight away. Yep, that's well, it. Well, I, I, so I tell or, you... Or are you just agreeing for some other underlying sinister reason? No, no. I tell you, I tell you how much, how annoying I find driving in traffic. Um, I've been at the same job, the same location now for 
19 years. I started there in 2003. And one of the main reasons why I haven't moved is because I drive out of London away from the traffic, honestly. And there's and there's free parking outside the store. I think there's something to be said for that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, easy commutes. But I think it's one of these things that's, um, you know, the more of an old fart you become, that's when you actually sort of start looking at easy commutes, What's the what were the lunch options oh, that was, like? That was twenty years ago. I started there. <laughs> I mean, now, all right, now I'm getting up there. I'm going to be fifty, but yeah, I mean, our traffic's just mate. The best thing I ever did bought a motor scooter, and I say motor scooter just to emphasise it's not one of these small electric e-scooters, a proper motor scooter. But that was the best thing I did. It, honestly, no dependence on 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 the tube, no dependence on any other, no dependence on anybody. It's just you set off, you know. Well, in fact, you set off and it's, um, you know, and it's going to be 30 minutes or zero. <laughs> it's, it's, What's it the is, zero? It is very binary. Just you're to, either going to get there on time. Just to explain. Um, you're either going to get there on time or not at all. Yeah. It's th- that's the only thing about it. And I've had a few offs on my scooter and whatnot, but um, that's a whole separate story. How, how long have you been riding the... You've still got the scooter? I still, yeah. Still how, got how, it. Still do you still it. commute with it now? Um, yeah, yeah, I still use it. Yeah, um, Yeah, it's about... 25 minutes, 25 minutes to where I go to. And, um, you know, it's, if, if you and compare how, it. What would that take you in the car? You couldn't do it in a car. Like, it'll be, it could Tomorrow. be, it could be an hour. It could be two hours. I mean, especially right now with the, with the state of traffic. Yeah. I mean, temporary traffic lights everywhere, tailbacks, whatnot, and just everyone just going nuts as well. And that's the other thing. People are just going absolutely nuts. People are just like, I've had enough of waiting for this red traffic light gonna go straight through um and they'll just go straight through and other cars are coming head on and oh mate and then it just cause kicks off and and you're just like guys i wouldn't mind watching this little bit of a little bit of argy bargy uh you know if this was you know 3 p.m on a saturday but um i need to get to work yeah. or i want to go home and you know get i want to get get home and uh you know get home to my dinner in time so i'm not interested in watching you guys kick off at each other on you know on the you, road you know what though i i don't i don't know whether i would want to ride the bike a scooter whatever into london now because i haven't i don't you know i used to drive in and out of london and north circular and all, all this kind of stuff quite a lot but because i don't anymore you know just i drive out and do a bit of motorways here and there i don't i don't think i would want to drive a scooter in london i mean that's that's and you know i've 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 got a motorbike license i had a motorbike license before i had a car license i think i, I think i've had my car license probably 20 years and I had a bike license probably 30 years so I was riding motorbikes from young and uh I don't think I'd want to go you yeah you you ride yeah you ride yeah yeah yeah. I mean I've I've been I've been riding motorbikes like I said longer than driving a car but driving into London now is 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 pretty I mean again maybe it's because I'm getting old maybe it's it's the old far side of it where you're like oh the speed of the cars these days you know they just whizzing past but i don't i don't think i would want to really uh really ride a, a bike into london now no mate, it, it just comes down to just efficient use of your time and all that sort of stuff blah blah we're, we're a little bit too uh yeah i mean mm. I, I, I don't even want to talk about it anymore it's like such a boring topic but yeah, um yeah. but yeah but but no just coming back to actually no talk, coming back to my, my 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 previous point that i just made though that um about guys kicking off you know in, in traffic as well yeah the amount of road rage has gone up as well and it's just oh mate it's just absolutely unbelievable the sort of stuff you see do, do you think though that that's more 
after lockdown and COVID and stuff, or it was just on the trajectory that way anyway? No, people are just pissed off. It's it's as simple as that. What are they pissed it's, off about? The roads are just unbelievable right now, and I think it might be also. I think you're 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 partly right with with lockdown and whatnot. Um, you know, the roads are quieter, and people are used to. You know, you could just pop out to a supermarket and get your you know get your food and whatnot, and you'd be back home you know twenty minutes or or however long it took. Whereas now it goes back to the old old days, and it's kind of you know thirty minutes, thirty five minutes. You know, oh god, you know this is yeah yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's different. I mean, I had I had a, a nice eighteen months, whatever, because I worked all the way through. Where it was every day, it was like a Sunday. Every day the roads were clear, nobody around, and uh, now it is definitely back to the uh, pre pre COVID traffic with people driving here, there, and everywhere. Um, but but yeah, you know what's funny is. Um, you said that you were going to do some uh, research on on road rage, and I was like, "I better do some as well." But like, have a look. So at least I got something to talk about. And uh, so I started reading like some statistics, and I um, I probably managed about five or six minutes. So you know, it was almost like my road rage within my research. Like I got about you suffered ro- road rage by proxy. Yeah, right. They, basically, I, you got sort of semi road rage yeah. from reading about road yeah, rage. Yeah, yeah. So, but because only because it was so boring, the reading statistics. Right, exactly. So I started reading, and it's like you know, fifty six percent of incidents is this, and forty five is that, and then within like five or six minutes, I was like. Let me just see what's on YouTube if I put road rage. Okay, this is a bit better. Down the rabbit hole. What about if I put, you know, uh, road rage fails or, you know, the funniest. <laughs> then I just did an hour of like watching random then, no, road then, rage. Then you looked out the window and it was dark outside. <laughs> it was in the morning. It was in the morning. But it, it could have been. It could have been. It definitely ate up some time. Have you seen the one... Um, I think it's quite a famous one. Oh, dude. No, no, I, I'm interrupting you there. But let me, this is worth me interrupting you. Let me just say one thing, one point. Yeah. Right. Everyone has one incident of road rage, as in everyone has been the protagonist. Is that the word? Yeah. Everyone's been the protagonist or the aggressor yeah. in a road rage incident. And then it backfires. <laughs> oh okay i was gonna say no and then i was like oh yeah i've had loads of those then it backfires and you remember it forever and certainly for the first couple of years you sort of go no no after you after you every every junction after you no no after you everyone has been through am i right or wrong here yeah you're right well i mean i can only speak for myself but you know what i think i think with Any, any broken teeth no no nothing nothing that nothing that was that that came well you have you got have you got <laughs> uh, okay, come let, on tell let me, me let me yeah let, okay let me tell you tell us you know <laughs> i must have been about i think 17 you just you borrowed your mum's car and and you know you, you're suddenly like, you're driving by yourself you're the man or whatever and um <laughs> it was um i remember pulling up i think i remember it was it was um i won't say exactly where it was i can tell you afterwards or we'll bleep it out but um there was this this t-junction this um and as we were sort of coming up to it, um, there was two lanes, but and they were sort of and they were sort of splitting. But this this van in front of me, <laughs> you're already smiling because I said there's a van. You know, already your your spidey sense has already tingled. Like, yeah, I'm dude, making, it's, I'm making it's a, a mental. It's picture. a white van. Like, come on, like that is. <laughs> but hold on, let me let me still let me carry on, right? Um, so this van sort of won't let me pass these these two lanes or whatever coming up to these traffic lights, um, and then. 
I don't know, and then what he, whatever he did, but he just, and I was getting more and more agitated in it. And then obviously we come up to the traffic lights or just before it, and I start giving him the finger and, you know, whatever, and hooting my horn or whatever it was. Now, you know, every time in life, you always kind of think, this is the worst case scenario. This is the best case scenario. Yeah, or, or no, every, every time, actually, actually, yeah, we'll cut that. Um, start again. Every time in life, you've got this kind of these, these options, right? You've got the best case scenario, you've got the worst case scenario, and then you've got the kind of reality scenario, right? This one. So I was thinking to myself, okay, look, you know, there's, um, you know, I'm hooting at a van. This could, this could go wrong, but you know, whatever. It's not going to go spectacularly wrong. We pull yeah. up, <laughs> <laughs> right? What, what would you say is the scariest profession on earth this what in terms of the job or in terms of the people that do it both whatever whatever i think that what well, i think the scariest is young men no so no 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 young you're, young you're, guys no no you're, you're just you know don't avoid the question what is the, the scariest, scariest professional occupation lumberjack or? okay right <laughs> so right why because he's probably gonna jump out with an axe he's pretty nifty with an axe right I was thinking because he's he's going to get hit by a tree at some point. <laughs> <laughs> Along those lines, in a, in a yeah, roundabout yeah, way. Yeah. The van door opens up. I tense up. I look out. I see a leg come out. And it's a, it's a dark blue trouser with stripes, vertical stripes, white pinstripes, right? And a white shirt, like a white overall apron. And a butcher's hat. <laughs> it was. It's six foot ten or whatever seemed like it to a five foot midget like me. Um, <laughs> out jumped a butcher. Whoa. Right? Now, you know, a butcher basically cuts flesh, breaks bones for a living. Yeah. Right? So this dude ran up to my car. At this point, I pressed the lock shut, wound up the window. <laughs> And of course, that's manual locks in those days, right? You've got to <laughs> yeah. go around and do so You've got to reach around all of them, right? Right. And, um, right. And, um, but before I can, before I can lock my own door, <laughs> he grabbed my door open. Oh, wow. <laughs> so it became a battle of me trying to Pull keep door. my door closed <laughs> and him trying to open the door until eventually he, and he was, and he was, it ended up with him kind of slamming a door because he tried to pull it. And I try to pull it, yeah, and I would kind of slam it shut, and it would yeah, yeah. and, and it would carry on going, until he was pulling it with such force that the handle from the outside <laughs> came off. Wow! <laughs> sorry, mum. I must say, sorry. I must apologise to my parents right now because it's probably been thirty, thirty-five years, whatever it is, and they still don't know the truth. Um, you know, all they know is it happened in Safeway car park. Something happened. That's all they know. Now right? you know. Now they know. If you don't know, now you know. <laughs> so anyway, so they say, so basically, so the guy just, but you know, so he's yanking the door until the handle came off, and that's the only time he stopped and went back, like really, like you know, swearing and whatnot. Yeah, went yeah. back to his van, and I made, <laughs> I made a mental note before you try and kick off with any kind of vans, right? Try and read what's on the side. <laughs> <laughs> read the advertising. Yeah, it might give you an idea. You know, if, if he's an accountant, you're okay. Maybe not turf accountants, actually. Yeah. Maybe not turf accountants. I heard they're quite um, jack the lads. Um, but yeah, that's uh, so. Yeah, every and ever since then, funnily enough, 
I've just become a proper middle-class driver. You know, after you. No, no, after really, you. That was after enough you. to straighten you out forever. <laughs> Look, if a six foot ten butcher, yeah, yeah, that's, that's, angry that's six foot ten close. butcher, running at you is not enough, Jace. You're yeah. clearly a, a bigger man than me. That's pretty close. I mean, the, you know, the thing is because, like I said before, I had a bike first. So all of my early years of being on the road, I was I was on a motorbike. So I've got I've got loads of stories that I'll never forget of where I was almost down. metric or uh, you know uh, traditional measurements an inch or 10 centimeters away from dying like a number of times but road rage ones I, I can't really remember I can't remember any real old ones I've had a few you know where I've ended up arguing with people and you know sticking fingers up or whatever and people pull up in front of you or whatever I tend to just drive around them or I tend to like wait until I've had a few where I've been arguing with people and then they'll they'll stop in front of me because normally if I'm arguing with someone I'm always kind of looking behind me like have I got how far how much space have I got like if I need to move so I'll I'll stop and I'll let them get out and then they walk up to the car and then I just reverse like uh, six foot <laughs> and then they'll walk a bit more and then I'll reverse six foot and then they'll walk a bit more and then I'll just drive off. <laughs> so, you know, I, I, I try not to let it get to the door handle pulling. Uh, <laughs> Look, I was 17. Level. I haven't had a single incident ever since. Yeah, I mean, that's a good, that's a good learning experience. <laughs> yeah, great le- yeah, a yeah, very yeah. sharp, steep learning curve. But I, um, but, but no, actually, no, sorry to interrupt you here, but you're talking about um you know you, you, those incidents and whatnot um, and one of the reasons why i just it just doesn't bother me is riding a riding a two-wheeler whether it's you know electric or it's you know motorized or whatever it is or just a normal bike it is so bloody dangerous yeah like mate every single day i have at least one near miss and it and and i remember it was a you know you sort of you forget you've got a helmet on a full face helmet visor down sealed shut or whatever people can't hear you so you can scream and shout and you know make as fun, many funny faces as you want, snarl or whatever. They can't see you. Yeah. They're completely oblivious. They yeah, just see yeah. a friendly guy with a helmet on, yeah. right, and on a bike, and he's you know and, and he's, he's gone away. A bit. Yeah, but <laughs> and you think he's Indian and he's just saying yes, <laughs> but actually he's cursing you. <laughs> so so I learned that one the hard way as well. Like don't try to shout whether it's to warn someone or to, you know, or, or whatever, tell them off or don't shout when you've got a helmet on. It makes no difference. And so every day someone's like having a near miss with you. You just don't, after all, you just say, you know what? I can't be asked. I can't be bothered. It's, um, you know, there's just no point trying to, try, trying to get annoyed and angry about things. What's the point? Life's but too short. Why do, why do you think people get road rage? Because this is the thing, you know, I've, I've thought about it before, maybe, maybe listening to other people's conversations about it. And there's, and there's various theories, but you know, like I, I, I feel it's a little bit like, um, people attacking other people on social media It's like, you know, you're reading a thread on something and yeah, you're, you're like, safe. oh, you're such a douchebag, whatever. Yeah. You're but, safe behind the screen. Yeah. You wouldn't really say that if you were sitting next to someone in the pub and they said something and you're like, you're such a fucking cock. You would you would sort of moder- moderate a little bit the way you you um, deal with those kind of situations. So, do you, do you think it's the same thing in the car that you feel like you're, or, or on the bike that you feel like you're safe because you're in a in a metal box, you're or in hey, a crash helmet? Or it whatever. comes down to 
there's that saying fight or flight right i mean it's not even a saying it's a it's it's a scientific yeah yeah proven proven occurrence yeah right but fight or flight so if you've got the ability to flight you're going to try and fight first and if not you've got that plan b to get you out you've got the ability to to drive off or ride off or whatever whereas if you're standing next to someone your ability to you know ride off or uh, sorry your ability to run off is going to be uh, you know it's going to be if he matches you it's going to be a problem for you so I, I think there's that the and of course you know you got the ability you know you've got basically a big cage around you so of course yeah of course you're going to feel tough yeah but if you if you uh, I, I mean I think it, I think maybe it's it's that to a degree because you know like if I walk around Sainsbury's people walk in front of me or, you know, they don't indicate when they're going down the bread aisle or they come from the wines and then they swerve to the eggs or whatever. But I don't I don't feel like I want to, like, like, bang my trolley and tell them, hey, you, what the fuck's wrong with you? Why didn't um, you read the highway code yeah, in the supermarket? Yeah, I'm just kind of like, oh, well, the guy wants eggs, right? I'll have to wait for him to, to walk in front. But, you know, like, I, I definitely find for myself, like, in the car, if someone cuts me up or they you know they do something stupid or they turn without indicating or whatever whether I lose my temper or not I still have like a bit of a reaction to it much more before I'm before I'm aware of it I have a reaction to it you know I have that immediate feeling of like fuck like, and then I'm like just listen to the radio like you know the, the sun is out everything is is nice but why do you think, because, you know, I, I think most people have the same thing. You know, when you're in the car, you, 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 when I was reading those statistics, there's six minutes before I bored myself to, to tears, it was something like 85% of people have either had an experience or been in an experience or whatever in the last year. So that's like nearly everyone. Probably there's the 15% of people who, who, who didn't answer. They're, they've also had it. So why, 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 why do we get angry or RC or agitated or whatever in the car standard reasons there's no there's no there's no um it's not rocket science or it's not like a, an unknown fact what's up guys smithmeister here white basement white, shipping barnet white basement podcast we're in the house we're back again we actually had funnily enough the first this is actually the second recording the because <laughs> the first recording was so shit it was stopped by god it was literally divine intervention and we had a power surge and not only we're, we're talking to engineer Tom over there and uh, he said he sort of came out with this kind of sad look on his face he goes guys I've lost the last 20 minutes but little did he know that actually me, we were like Jason, high five yeah, internal yeah. high five yeah this will never be heard again it was so shit it had to be consigned to to, to the ether yeah so uh so what's been happening What's been happening, Schmidt? Not much. Why, why do you call me Schmidt after all these years? It's Schmidt, right? Yeah, exactly. I'm sure you said to me, Schmidt. No, never, ever. Never, ever. <laughs> this, this, is the man, this is the Mandela effect. Right. Like, yeah. I'm sure you introduced yourself as Schmidt, but that's just, yeah. Never, Schmidt. ever. Okay. And there's, and there's a it. few people who call me that. They say Schmidt. That's I probably because of me. Exactly. I was about to say. <laughs> yeah, I've introduced heard, you. Yeah. Exactly. All right, exactly. Fuck that. that up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No. No. It's definitely. I, I definitely. I, I'm laying that. Laying that at your at your uh, feet. But um. No. What were we saying? Um. I thought. I kind of thought Schmidt was like it was like some kind of cool pronunciation. You know, like because as you a nickname. were. 
you were born on a plane no, from no. Germany and no, no, no it's no, just no. Smith. No, no, exactly. Yeah, no, I've, I've, people ask me this all the time. Is it South African? Is it Dutch? Is it German? Yeah. No, it's, it's Indian. It's uh, Sanskrit, uh, Sanskrit for, um, or in, in Sanskrit, it means smile, but I don't know smile. whether it's, um, oh, I, I'd have to, I'd have to look this up because if I, you know, if we keep this on here, I mean, the first one I'll save by divine intervention, but the, <laughs> This version of the podcast, you know, of this episode, this re-recording, um, you know, if I get the meaning of my own name wrong, that's Smile, then that, that's pretty now, pathetic. Now I know why you wanted a smiley picture. <laughs> right, you got a smiley yeah, picture exactly. if you're a cheerful means guy. Smile. Yeah, yeah, cheerful yeah, guy. Yeah, cheerful guy. Um, but yeah, we, yeah. So we, before we were, talk, we were talking about um, before we had this power surge and whatnot, we we and we lost all the best material, guys. So just so just so all our both our listeners God know, God stopped it. Yeah, exactly. There was some really good material. God this is take it. two. It's not as good. But you know, it's um, let's see what happens. And you know, we've poured, <laughs> in a in a desperate attempt to salvage, <laughs> we poured some drinks. Yeah, we we start pouring ourselves some drinks. We've sort of dispensed with this kind of promise that we're going to stay sober, um, and we're just going to basically do a do our own a chipping Barnet version of um, Drink Champs. Yeah, man, I haven't actually watched it. <laughs> Does that make a difference? Uh, not really. As long as you're drunk, I think you're you're gonna tell me, you're, you're, tell you're, me. You're, you're gonna have no no no. You're gonna you're gonna have exactly the same skills as a, as a host as as Nori. Tell me about tell me about drink champs. Uh, they get drunk. Yeah. Why is it like, why is it drink champs? Is it they they don't have a, like a leaderboard? It's not like Top Gear. Or, no, no, no. I, and top dude, you're gear, asking somebody track. who's who's listened to like four episodes because oh. i mean they're like three hours or some of them are three hours long like super long but they literally they just get drunk and um and, and they've just got all these old school rappers that come in and if you're an avid follower of sort of you know 80s hip-hop 90s hip-hop old school yeah, hip-hop yeah, yeah. um you know it's a it's a great podcast and you know nori manages to bring i mean through his connections in the industry he's brought some some you know some real kind of you know, you're like oh what happened to craig mack you know, like that kind of stuff. Who, I mean, you're looking at me blankly. You know, whenever, because I'm, I, I sort of consider myself like not a hip hop aficionado, but I, I loved hip hop. That was like my music growing up. And then, and I always, I always remember when I was young, like I could never find where the record shops were. I never n could find the pirate radio stations. And then when I talk to you and you're like, yeah, I went to this concert and I had this record and I used to go here and I used to go there. And then you keep name dropping all these rappers and I'm like, I don't know who the fuck that is. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I'm not really a, but, I'm not really a hip hop official. But, but did you notice how I sort of stopped talking about old school hip hop with you on our usual Sunday mornings? Did you get the, you got the idea that he doesn't yeah. know fucking i tell you how I got it. I, I got it. <laughs> like one of these sort of iconic, you know, original kind of, not underground mixtape, but but one of the people that you know, one of the DJs that took you know mixtapes mainstream, if you like, yeah. Funkmaster Flex, right? And, it, and his first album was just you know, it's it's I would say it's definitely a certified classic. Um, and I put that on, and I gave you this playlist, and we used to listen to this playlist when I was there, yeah, yeah. Um, and it would be like some real sort of proper underground, grimy, you know, nineteen yeah, nineties yeah, 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 hip hop, yeah. um, and I'd leave it there. But then when I come back the following the following week or the following next session, I see you. Suddenly, Soldier Boy comes on, <laughs> right? or LL Cool J. No, but LL could look big up LL Cool J. He's he is definitely one yeah, of but the Soldier you know, Boy. You're not you're not having it. No, mate, Soldier, come on, Soldier Boy. Oh. I don't but, even know who he is, but I like that. I like uh, that song. Don't don't try to repeat it. Don't try to no, make not, it. To, I, yeah, I but but when that started it. coming on it and comes uh, on with alarming oh. regularity. You've got to change that playlist, dude. I don't say it because you know, but for the for the sake of our for, for both of our listeners, but you can you can you can bring a playlist. I don't mind. 
I mean, that's, I just put on there like the stuff that I like I off do, of what I've got. You know, what, you know what happens? It's kind of like when you're when you're training any kind of combat sport. I'm sure there must be this thing where you kind of link something that's happened yeah. with the music. So yeah, when yeah. you hear that music... So no DMX, no? Right, so exactly, that's... <laughs> right? Because I'm getting my ass whooped to DMX all the time. So when that when those songs come, all our favourite ones, you're always playing, you know, we both like that. Um, and rest in peace, DMX. But it's kind of like... It's like it's like when you were young and you school disco and you had no one to dance with on the last song and then you forever hated that song. No, nah, not like that. Never happened to me. No, you you always had the uh, had the attention of the ladies. <laughs> no comment. No, no comment. Um, but uh, I was, I was going to say something actually extra funny, but um, I've completely forgotten now. You threw me off with well, the whole. Well, as, you, you brought as back you flashbacks. Say, as you would say, we'll cut that in later when you remember your joke. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no. The, the flashbacks kind of completely sidetracked me of my um, heady youth. Man, that was that was a long time ago. School discos. Yeah, school disco. But um, did you did you used to have school discos? Yeah, yeah, yeah of course. Yeah, yeah, it's the highlight of every uh, prepubescent who, who, teenager. Who did you kiss at school disco? No comment. <laughs> <laughs> no comment or dude, nobody. I still, I still have school or reunions. Were, or it was a dude. No, 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 no. I still have school reunions, dude. Oh, so I, I you know, th- these are all for ages. Many. Uh, I don't know whether we ever had a school reunion actually from Christchurch. Christchurch people in the house. Did we ever have a school reunion? Hit me up on the socials, yo. <laughs> Let me know. Did we have? A, did we have a, a school reunion? Links below. And no one and no one invited me, which is more likely. <laughs> they have them every year, but no one told me. No, I'm still in touch with a lot of my friends from um, from from my first and middle school. Um, so yeah, and, and we sort of catch up with each other every every couple of years. Obviously, COVID slowed things down a bit, but mm. um, you know, put, put a bit of a break on that. But um, no, we yeah, we catch up, and 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 not only that, but a lot of people's or a lot of classmates' parents knew my parents and and vice versa, right, right. because you know back then it's just you know you're in, you're you're all living sort of three blocks from each other yeah, and yeah, all yeah, in that yeah. same sort of yeah. I mean, I've still got I've still got my 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 key group of friends yeah. are my friends from school. Like my my oldest friends, probably I, who I'm good friends still now with, we probably knew each other from three years old from nursery. I can remember like sharing the tricycle, right. riding around the nursery over the little bump yeah. in the <laughs> in the tarmac. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, do you, do you think? I mean, you still got friends from secondary school. Was is that the is that the earliest? Have you got friends from from younger than that? Mate, I've not? got I've got friends from everywhere. Have you got I'm, friends from in the in the uterus? I'm a man of the people. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah, you are actually. You're qu- you are quite um quite a diplomat, quite sort of uh you know the the thing that I like about you which which I like to say I'm going to do it. This but is my kind of podcast. It. Tell yeah, me yeah. more. I tell you, I tell you, I tell you, I tell you what I like about you. I mean a number of things, but I tell you the the thing that that is a quality I always wish that I had developed, but I'm just too lazy. Bitterness is to is to call people always by their names. You, whenever I hear you like you answer the phone or you meet someone or whatever, you will always say like "Hello, Dave." Hello, I'm like, All right, mate. Hello, mate. Hello, bro. Hello, buddy. Because I don't know. I, you know what I think it what I think it's from from me. I think it's from like you know I was like a terribly shy kid. When I was young, I was super shy. I'm still not like the most outgoing person. I still have a lot of days where I just want to stay home. 
I don't want to talk to people. Normally, if someone rings me, I'll wait for them to leave a message and I'll sit. No, that's, that's cut, signs of anxiety. Cut, cut. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sounds like, yeah, yeah, sounds totally. Like but I mean, I, you know, I'll, I'll wait for them to call, leave a message. Who was it? Yeah. I want to talk to this person or I call them later or whatever. Um, but I, so I think maybe I call people mate, bro, whatever, because it's, it's easier. I don't have to add that extra yeah. layer of stress to myself of meeting someone and remembering their name or getting their name right or whatever. Like the worst, you know, the worst is when I go somewhere and I bring someone or I bring Gosha and then it's only at the last minute when I get there and I'm like, I can't remember what his wife's name is. What's his wife's name? <laughs> Fuck. Like, <laughs> let me walk slower. You know, they're, they're only 10 foot away now. Let me walk slower. This is my wife. <laughs> this is John. Yeah, no. This is John's wife. <laughs> you know what it is? It's just, well, number one, it's manners. People appreciate it that you took the effort because it takes effort. Yeah, yeah. It takes effort that's what I mean. It's, I, it's an impressive But, but what it is... I read about it is that basically, you know, when the, the first thing you do, you, you meet each other, you sort of, you're, you're still getting over that shock of meeting somebody, your body's in high stress, mm. right? And then the first word you sort of say is, I've got, I've got PTSD, I think I've still haven't got over it. <laughs> <laughs> it's, but, but that's the thing, you've got to, you know, it, you're in that sort of moment where you're just introducing each other, uh, your body's gone into that fight or flight again. Um, and you, know, you just find everything's a haze. And it's at that point where you both say, this is my name and that's your name, you know, and obviously no one remembers. So I've, I've always, the way to remember it, a good way to remember it is to ask, how do you spell that? And they'll spell it out to you. And that's always, because otherwise someone you can't, goes, you can't always go with that one though, right? Yeah, I mean, Hi, I'm, I'm Smith. I'm Bob. Oh, how do you spell that? Uh, no, but B-O-B. No, but then you would have heard it, right? Like he would have said Bob and it's very easy to kind of hear no, it. No, but I still, I, you know, it's, 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 it's weird, right? It's the same thing that I've said to you a hundred times. Like when I'm doing jujitsu, when I'm rolling, I try to think, what am I thinking about? And I can never think about it at the end, what I thought about, yeah, right? Yeah. Whenever I meet someone, whenever, I always say to myself, like, this time I'm going to remember this person's name. And then they go, hi, I'm John. And then 20 seconds later, oh. you say to me, do you want briefcase number two? It's got a million pounds in cash in it. You just got to remember that guy's name. And I'm like, I've forgotten it. I, I wonder if it's, well, don't forget. I think, I think for you, maybe you're, you have that luxury that, all the different people you see on a day-to-day -day basis, you know, the, the, right? You have notes, or you know who you're meeting. They're coming to you, so you you get to kind of know their names. So you yeah, don't really have to yeah. rely on memory. Whereas me, I'm, you know, my, you know, I, you meet people at random times, random places. It's a skill, right? It's a skill that you develop. Just, yeah, I think it's, yeah. It's, it's again, it's not, it's nothing, um, it's nothing clever or anything like that. It's just it's become habit, force of habit, and it's just it's just manners. Everybody likes hearing their own name mm. um, and using their own name. It can become grating, um, you know. This shout, is the shout worst. Out, shout out to the Metropolitan Police using my first name. Just call me Sir, please. <laughs> this is the worst, though. You know when you're when you're having a conversation with someone, and they say, "So as I was saying, Smith." Da 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 da, and then you know. So and I was having breakfast yesterday, and it was that. But actually, Smith. That bugs me when that's people very contrived. Just, they yeah, they it's like they've gone they've on a trained, course. Yes, exactly. You know, they went on the yeah. they read the book. You know how to get people to engage with you in ten easy steps, and like every two minutes or every Correct. one minute, they got to put your name in there. Yeah, yeah. This is any anything that's inauthentic yeah, is no, like well, really grating. That's it, right? It's if you're authentic, it, like authenticity is everything, and, it, and it's always been like that for me as well. Um, you know, authenticity. That's be true to yourself, man. 
It's a things will things will pan out. But if you're sitting there trying to be something you're not or create something that it, that's not what it what it looks like or whatever it is, mm. it's not going to work. It's just that's just how it is, and I've I've seen that from experience. You know, there's that question, right? You get that. Do you want ten million? You know, do you want limitless riches or do you want to live your life again, but with the knowledge that you have today? You know that kind of. Oh, which would you go for? Oh, knowledge easily live my life right. again. You say that, but I've, so I've kind of thought about this question before a few times. Like, can you imagine being twelve and knowing what you know now? Yeah, that's you're, what I'm saying. You'd be miserable. No, you'd no, be miserable. You're with twelve-year-olds, and you're trying to tell them. Look, we just need to like, uh, you know, we need to do a one page sheet on the, on the business case. And then we'll, you're and such a like, cynic, Jace. No, but think about it. You know, the, I think the, the whole, the whole <laughs> you thing. You ruin of, such beautiful thoughts for everybody. The, no, but the whole, the whole thing of kind of growing up and going through life is the, is the kind of the mystery and the unexpected and the, like if you, if you never, if there was yeah, no yeah. novelty, yeah. True. you would be so bored. Because everything's just like a repeat of true of what it was before. Yeah. yeah so I'm yeah. going to go with the money, please. <laughs> I'm going to go yeah, with the money, please, it, mate. It, it almost becomes kind of like, um, yeah, like imagine having to go to class and like learn about trigonometry, going, what the hell am I going to do with yeah, this? Yeah, like, I know and I'm I not going to need it, right? And I know for a fact I'm not going to need it. Exactly. But you've, but you've still got to learn it to pass and, it. And here, you're, and here every adult tell you, no, no, it's, you have to do it. It's going to come in use one day. I can't tell you how, but it will be useful. And you're like, I can tell you how, and it won't be useful. Yeah, you'd probably go mad. You'd probably be one of those. Do you ever have a scientific calculator? Uh, scientific. Sorry, let me say it again. Do you ever have a scientific calculator? Yeah. Did you know all that cos no. and sin? And you know, no. You know what? Tan. I, there's Normally with maths, I mean, I say my maths is good. My, my maths is probably appalling. But up to GCSE level, you know, my maths was amazing. And then I thought, I'll just do A-level maths because, you know, I was good at maths at GCSE. I'll do that. That's a good subject. Man, A-level maths was completely different and I did not understand it. Like, have you ever had a subject where no matter how hard you tried, you're like, I just don't get it. Yeah. Like, I just... You know what that subject was? What? <laughs> Life. Refresher. <laughs> refresher course of GCSE maths. Oh, okay. As in, I signed up for A-level maths as an adult. Yeah. Um, just, I thought, due to my job, I thought it'd be good to, like, go, you know, go and just do some real sort of hardcore maths. Yeah. And, um, you know, maybe it'll help me, ex you know, understand my job better or whatever, whatever. Maybe it'll help and, me um, get a pay rise. But they were like, right, on the very first, I went to um, I went to a, my local college and um, they said, right, for this lesson, I hadn't paid yet. I managed to blag it for the first lesson. I said, oh, I forgot or whatever it was. And they said, well, today, what we're going to do, we're going to do a quick refresher of our GCSE maths. And I remember there's these two girls next to me. and they, I was, at the time, probably in my 30s, right? And um, there's these two girls next to me who had just done their GCSEs. And they kind of, like, laughed. And they went, oh, yeah, oh, oh, do you? And they said to each other, and I could hear them. And, uh, you know, they said, oh, yeah, we just did this. Um, do you remember Mrs. So-and-so taught us this? Blah, blah. So they were fresh out of school. And they knocked it all out. And for me, I mean, look, you know, Adding, subtracting, no problem. When it starts, multi, even multiplying, it's right. Division is like, you know, for yeah, me, yeah, it's, yeah. it's difficult. And it's, and that's with numbers. These are like, you know, they're taking letters. Yeah. Adding, subtracting letters, dividing, but you know, like, and that was it. It was just like, I sat there absolutely clueless like a lemon, just literally did not have any idea because I'd learned, you know, 
there's there's mathematical formulas and algorithms for a purpose. Yeah. It's not just yeah, yeah, yeah. A equals B yes. to, for the sake of arbitrary C plus D. maths. Yeah. yeah. So I just couldn't get my head around it. And um <laughs> within half an hour of that lesson, I sort of stood up and went, I'll be as if to sort of mouth, I'll be back in a sec. Yeah, I'm not paying knowing, for this. Knowing full well I am not gonna come back ever again. Yeah. Because this was just even just, the refresher just, was too I'm just hard. going to the loo. Why are you taking your coat? In case <laughs> yeah. I have to sit down. <laughs> it's nippy out there. Yeah, it's a bit cold. <laughs> yeah, I, I couldn't even do it. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah. That that I mean that was kind of my experience as well on the on the on the maths. I was like I just, I'm just getting nowhere with this. It was a, it was a, it was a total fail. I like this Captain Morgan. It's really good, right? Yeah, yeah, it's a good, it's a good drink. We, um, you know, I never, I, I used to think rum tasted like brandy, and brandy's spirity. I don't like it. Maybe I haven't had good brandy, like kind of not, not, not a nice drink. Um, and then we went, we went somewhere down near the coast, down near um, Bournemouth, somewhere yeah, around there. Yeah. And you know when you go somewhere and then you kind of realise, like, out of London, you know, it's like six o'clock in the evening, it's like, fuck, everything's shut. Yeah, like, yeah. we'll go to this restaurant and then we'll go to that. Oh, it's not open. No. Not open on a Monday. What about that one? No, that one's not open for the whole week. So we ended Owner's up... Owner's gone on holiday. Yeah, 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 yeah right, yeah. For, for a month. The owner, in the, the summer. operator, like, waiter. Yeah. yeah. So, um, He's gone on holiday. So we ended up in this, the, the best sort of vaguely looking pub we could find that Where was open. Means- Horrible food, yeah. Like you know, just have you got any? Uh, I, 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 I'll give away my Indianness. Have you got any chili sauce? Um, we've got chili oil, I think. Oh, all right, bring that. Right. Okay, that's just olive oil. That's red. That's not chili oil. So we had like this really bland, horrible food. But they had uh, rum. They had Captain Morgan's rum, and they had I think they do like three or four different ones: the normal one, the spiced one, the whatever. So we were like, just bring one of everything. There's your spice. Yeah, just bring a yeah exactly. There's the spice. Bring me bring a normal one, a, a extra barrel, whatever. And right. a, it's a good drink. Yeah, it's, it's a good. nice tasty. And I tell you, what I was going to get you actually, but they've they've been out of stock of it for ages. Is Dead Man's Fingers? That's the recommendation. For the rum, Dead Man's Fingers. It's, yeah, Is it? am I getting a nod? It's good. It's a real nice Engineer one. Tom's liking yeah, that yeah, one yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dead Man's Fingers Dead is Man's a good fingers. one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, the, that's, the, uh, that's the, uh, the one piece of advice. Last week was create, don't consume. And <laughs> now yeah. this one is Dead Man's Fingers. Dead Man's Fingers. Okay, I'm going to have to remember that one. Um, mm. But yeah. When, it's, when, it's, when they've got it again at, at work, I'll bring you one. It's, it's nice. Yeah. Um, Switching subjects. I was trying to. I was just. I've forgotten now what it was. What was you going to remember. switch to or from? No, I was going to switch to. Um, I don't know what it was, but um, mate, that road rage story. I thought it would be much more funnier than it um, than it sounded. Tell it again. Yeah, but I'm, funnier. I'm kind of thinking. Yeah, exactly. I can't, I, it isn't that funny. I mean, to be honest with you, it's because I'm trying to stretch it out. Yeah. Well. Well. Like. Like I said. Right. I. 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 I haven't really got any good classic road rage stories, but. I've got two, I've got two, actually two, like both very similar of like on the bike where I nearly oh, yeah. was the end. So and actually three and the third one was nearly the end. But one of them was, um, I was on the, I was on the, the high road and I was taking a right hand turn. So I crossed like a, a, a high street, right. an A road high street. 
And um, and this was actually, you know, something that I've I've remembered ever since, and it, it changed the way I drove afterwards. Cars, bikes, everything. So I was I was trying to make a right hand turn. So I was going across the oncoming traffic, and there was a white van in front of me. So the white van made the turn, and I was like, well, I'll just keep on his inside, yeah, yeah. and then I'll be fine. But I was on his inside, but maybe half a bike length behind him. Oh, okay. So he went. And Your back wheel's obviously still you should, out. Yeah, my back my back wheel is behind, you know, yeah, the back of yeah. the van, but I can't see, right? And you probably coming to your story, you probably should have known, right? White van, maybe gonna be a bit random. So anyway, he he makes the turn across the other lane of traffic. I assume it must be clear because he turned. It's not clear. He's just in a hurry. There was a and it's the oncoming traffic is coming down a hill, and there was a double decker bus that was when I say it was so close, like I could see the dirt on the number plate and it was doing probably 45 miles an hour and it hit the back of my bike. Oh, shit. It hit the back of my bike. The the tail light stuck out from the plastic about um, maybe... This was these older bikes where they had the big seat unit. Right, right. So the seat unit was the furthest thing back. Yeah, it was yeah. behind the back wheel. It cut the, it cut the plastic off my light, the bus. The it light, didn't knock you over. No, it just it I just it. felt like a little clip, and the and it, yeah. and when I, st- I pulled up, obviously, <laughs> and I looked, and the bus pulled up as well. All right. And it was this like real like Rasta bus driver. He must have been pissed off. He wasn't. He came oh. over and he said to me, "You're lucky." I nearly took you, <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, no." And he just got back in the bus and <laughs> and drove off, and th- and that was I was probably like. I don't know, 17, 18, 19. And ever since then, whenever I do it, whenever I, I've got a couple of, you know, places at work where I have to make a turn like that, yeah. I always wait until I can see clearly. Yeah. 30 yeah. years later. I, I read that. I, I, when I had my sort of, my accident on, my, on the scooter, uh, Hendon Central. And um, you know it, right? What, your accident? Yeah. I told you about my scooter accident. Yeah, you did. But yeah, tell but me Hendon again. Central. You know Hendon Central? Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, know yeah. yeah. So, yeah, yeah so... Um, yeah, we were there and um, I'm just going at A41 going north and um, this lady's um, waiting in the middle to turn right. And as I, t- as I come up to the junction, she just pulls out. And you know, it's those things, they, and you'll relate to this as a motorcyclist, but you start focusing on very tiny details, like anything that can give you that little edge, that little bit of extra info yeah, yeah. as to their intentions. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I still remember like, so sometimes, you know, people will say, look at the angle of their, of their, their wheels, yeah, yeah, at least yeah. where they're turning or yeah, whatever. Yeah. And I, for whatever reason, I remember focusing on that. It's a green light for me. And suddenly, so, you know, you're, normally she's, you know, so she's waiting for me to pass her. She clearly hadn't seen me. It was nighttime um, and she hadn't seen me. And um, I remember the wheels start turning. The front, I still remember seeing her front wheel turn. Yeah. But it turned and then it carried on turning. And I remember thinking, you know how they say your final thoughts. Yeah. I remember my final thoughts were, you are fucking kidding me. I still remember that as my final thought. And then, you know, it's anchors down, press the brakes, bang, wow. smashed into a, I took off, you know, on a non-scheduled uh, short flight. flight, right? Like literally just took off. Before and so easy the, jet, there was the good, easy yeah. moped. I mean, this was whiz air without the, without the, <laughs> without the without comfort. The <laughs> yeah, without, <laughs> actually even that's debatable. I don't know. You do come out pretty bruised after one yeah, of those Yeah, whiz flights. air or a, or a moped accident. It's yeah. 50-50, which you yeah. would choose, which right? Which you prefer, right. But, um, yeah, and um, 
yeah, and then just landed on my side and broke her <coughs> rib and knackered broke my your knee. Rib. Yeah, knackered my knee, punctured lung and yeah. shoulder. I and think all. that's that's a common injury because when I yeah. I had a I had a bike accident, same thing, broken ribs, punctured lung. It's nuts, right? Broken ribs. Oh my god. Yeah, I mean, I I. I mean, as again was kind of more stupid because we all had bikes and we used to go in the middle of the night up to the Potter's Bar M25 roundabout and just race around there. This was like in the days before. You didn't though. You're just saying this theoretically. You it's did. a long time ago. I mean, there is no statute of limitations in the UK. Is that right? Correct. I had a long argument, and do you know how um, how st- we used <laughs> how to race around there at 30 miles an hour. You used to drive carefully. At 30 miles an hour. Right, yeah. yep. And anyway, but I, I came off, the guy who was behind me drove over me, broke all my... In ribs. a car? No, in, no, oh, no, 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 on a bike. Right. On a, we all had, we had the same bikes, three right. of us. What bike was it? Uh, GSX-R 750. Nice. Yeah, oh, mate, they were so good. I had the, I'll, I'll find a photo. I had the red and white one. My friend had the blue and white one and my other friend had the black and silver one. There was three colours. We had yeah, the yeah, one yeah. each. So I hit the guy in front and the guy behind, I fell off. The guy in front was the motorbike as well. Yeah, yeah. Right. And then the guy behind me drove right. over my back. And, and um, does that hurt? Because I mean. Nah. All, all I can remember is like the same thing, like grabbing my brakes and I mean, being like. The bike is what? Oh, 200 shit. 200 kilos? Yeah, more. 250. But right. two, 250, but you know, going at that yeah, speed. Yeah, exactly. It's like milliseconds. But the thing, the lucky thing for me was the guy behind me. It was is still is an amazing rider. Yeah, how did he not fall off? He he had he had a tryout for the Honda GP team. That's how good he was. Okay. Um, he just went really hard on the brakes, and then just before he went over me, he let off the brakes, so the front wheel kind of bounced over me, and he he went straight over me. But if he'd have come off, and the whole bike would have yeah. plowed into me, but yeah, went went straight across my back, broke all my ribs down one side, punctured lung, and like I I can't really remember that much i was i was lying on the roundabout i think for about an hour and a half because this was in the yeah, days yeah. with no mobile phones nothing about an hour and a half the police turned up i vaguely remember the ambulance turned up i can't remember i can't remember getting to hospital a week and a half two weeks in in hospital but um that's nuts dude yeah bike bikes are bikes are no joke and then you know i i Straight away, I was like, I'm getting back on my yeah. bike again. You know, at that age, you still think you're, you know, you're, you're invincible. And then my best friend, one of my other school friends, probably must have been six months later or a year later, he died on his bike. Yeah, shit. yeah it was going around the corner too fast, went on the opposite side of the road, hit an oncoming car, Damn. hit the windscreen, died there. Didn't even, they took him to hospital, but it was dead already. Yeah, and another yeah. one of my friends um, who who actually was hilarious. I won't mention his name, but this guy, when I was at a uh, dispensing college, I, I had, there was four of us who were, who were good mates. And um, we had this one guy who was a hilarious guy. He was like a really strict Muslim thief and weed dealer. You know, like such a sort of a bro. Just A man of contradictions. Come again? Tell me from the beginning, you know, like he's got to pray and he's got to go to mosque. We can only eat halal food. You know, he's really kind of, he's always telling us, oh, you can't do this. It's haram. It's this and that. And I've got like four pounds of weed in my rucksack <laughs> and I just stole like these 16 
pairs of glasses from where I work. Do you want to buy some Armani friends? <laughs> so like a real random guy, but it was very funny. And um, but he he um, same as your accident. Someone turned right across him. Yeah, lost his arm. Shit. Fell off, just disintegrated his shoulder, and woke up in hospital with only one arm. Damn. Yeah. So that's the that's the piece of advice for this podcast. Don't ride a motorbike. As, as but was he wearing protection? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, everything was cool. proper jacket. I mean, oh, okay. no, if you hit a car, if you hit a solid yeah. object yeah, at yeah, that yeah. speed, I mean, it's not the, it's the, it's the impact it's into impact. the body, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's. The, I think that's the thing that that's um, the problem for us is that we're the only species of animal that travels faster than it's intended to travel. Like our bodies are developed to deal with. I mean, how fast do you reckon you can run? Like fifteen miles an hour. Probably Down on a good day. Whatever, yeah. Yeah. Ten. Yeah. Whatever. So that's that's what you're you know, that's what you're built to deal with. If you if you fall over at that speed, you'll be all right. Yeah. A few true. scrapes, yeah. few yeah, yeah. hundred and forty miles an hour into a wall, you're not you're not uh, designed for that. Mate, have you ever so you must you obviously you watch the Isle of Man T T. Oh T T is mate, it's nuts. Is but you have but you have to be a little bit like like that guy Martin dude. I mean it's super funny, like it seems like a proper top guy, like yeah. a proper geezer. And um but he's, he's definitely, you know, T-T a sandwich short else, picnic. Man. I mean, you something have to be else. a bit nutty to kind of do that stuff. And like, then you see that when you see the accidents as well. Yeah. You know, every year, like people lose their lives, right? Every year. It's like, damn it. But the way they're riding, it's like, jeez. Yeah, TT's. And there's, there's one of my favorite YouTube videos is, uh, I think it's called, I'll, I'll, I'll find it. I'll send it to you. It's, a, it's a, like a TT compilation video. It's so good. It's such a it's such a great uh, video. We've just I've seen those, yeah, yeah. Those, and they are proper hammering. Yeah, yeah. and then yeah, you see some yeah. of the accidents, frightening, frightening stuff. But they, you know, the thing with the TT, like they say, it's one of the only places left on Earth where you can legally kill yourself. You know, it's, right. we're in in a, in a world that becomes more and more sanitized and safe, and you can't do this, and you've got yeah, yeah. like I just heard on a podcast, uh, maybe today or yesterday. Apparently, I don't know if this is true. In Australia, you got to wear a, a helmet now if you go jogging. No, that's that's what they said. No, I don't we'll believe have, that. We'll have to we'll have to check it like a bicycle helmet, not a crash helmet. Like a what you to go jogging to if you I go. Mean, I can I can see the reason that yeah okay if you fall down, but then equally you could say that about walking or anything that but yeah that's, you should that's, have one. That's kind of where we're going a little bit, don't you think? Like it's that can't the be nanny true. state. That can't be true. I, I don't know. I don't know. I yeah, don't yeah, know it if it was true, true, but it's. I heard it today, and I was like, hey, "If they're going to do it anyway, just, it's going to be either Australia or Canada." It's probably going to be one of these like deep fake videos. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, it wouldn't have to be that deep fake, right? You just put a helmet on yeah, and go running and say, "Look, yeah. we're going to wear we're going to wear helmets when we run." <laughs> yeah. So so. I can't believe you, that you do still ride the. Do you, do you ride the scooter into London in in the rain and everything? All, everything all year round. Train. You wouldn't Dude, go tube. It's twenty five minutes versus one hour. Even on the tube. Yeah, like one hour on the tube, and look at the cost. I mean, the cost is irrelevant, really. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't really matter, but it's it's the time, and it's you know if it was one hour all the time, fine. But it's a lot of times. It's not one hour. It'll be longer. There'll be yeah. a delay and things like that. It's yeah. just too much unknown. There's too many variables. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I'm just and and you know it's kind of like when you're walking to the station, sort of as you're walking up to the station, ten minutes have gone, you know, from your yeah. house to your station. You're thinking, hold on, 
10 minutes. That means I would have been halfway on my journey if I'd yeah, gone yeah. by scooter. Do you listen to something? No, when going, no, no, you no way. What, you, what about cycling? What about if you If you're on a bicycle, do you, do you have headphones on the bicycle? Yeah. yeah. But I'm on a cycle path or trails and stuff, so it's okay. So if you cycled into London, you wouldn't do a headphones? I wouldn't cycle into London. No? No. Too, too it's, too, it's too far. Right. It's, it would just be way too far. I mean, it would take sort of hour or something like that yeah yeah yeah. and all that energy and you know it's just i can't i won't, I won't bother yeah not worth it but yeah the scooter and then i've got full you know i, I wear the full kit and everything have you got heated yeah gloves? yeah I would, mate that was a game, game changer. changer game changer uh, I that's wish I'd all done i can earlier. remember of yeah. motorbike is yeah. cold hands yeah even like, in the summer cold hands 25 minutes and that's it and i and i've still got you know i, I had the bar muffs as well Right. I mean, it's made for commuting. It, it's nothing to do with aesthetics or looks. Muffs has never sounded cool, right, in any context. <laughs> yeah. There's no there's no context where you're like, yeah, bro, bar I'm muffs, rocking dude. some bar muffs. Bar muffs, really? dude. Um, but yeah, no, no. It's, but yeah, even then, 20, 25 minutes and your fingers are sort of, you know, you, you're getting towards the end of your journey. 30 minutes is max. Yeah. Um, and they say 30 minutes in cold weather is your maximum concentration as well. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. So you shouldn't really ride for longer than 30 minutes. Even if you're warm or if you get cold? I think, do you know what, I think it is, I, th- I think it's more with regards to coldness. Right. Oh, interesting. Because, because it's not so much your mind starts wavering, it's more you start fidgeting because yeah, your fingers yeah, yeah, are cold yeah. and start, yeah, yeah. you know, start trying to warm, you know, oh, I'm going to sort of take one hand out, out of the wind and, you know, sort of put it here or whatever, you know, yeah, that sort yeah, of stuff. Yeah, yeah, and that's yeah. how you come a cropper, right? You're messing around with, you're trying to sort the heating out and all yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I guess it must be some, one of those things. Or similarly in the rain as well. You know, it's after about 25 yeah, minutes, horrible. that's when the visor starts. Foggy. It doesn't matter if it's a pin lock with all the, yeah, you know, double yeah, insulation. Yeah, yeah. It eventually fogs. Yeah. And once it fogs once, you may as well bin it. Yeah, it's the worst. And yeah, and then you can't see anything and you can't even open the visor because it's raining really hard. Um, that's when you're there, there's so many times dude I just you're literally just you cross your fingers and point the scooter in the in a particular direction and go yeah literally you just like and it's night you know it's night time 6pm you know the, the witching prayer. hour do the little prayer yeah literally let me get home safely yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah north yeah. go yeah <laughs> well okay but so so speaking of of cold do you have you done uh, do you do ice baths or cold showers or anything hell no no have you ever done it have you ever done one to see what it was like. My initial sort of knee-jerk reaction to you when you asked me, it would just be, hell no, I ain't doing that. I don't believe in that bullshit. I'm not doing it, et cetera, et cetera. But I think but scientifically, it's, you don't have to believe in it. I mean, it's, it's, it's good for you, right? Yeah, it's proven, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I have actually done it. I've covered both bases. <laughs> <laughs> Cut. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 but I'll explain. I haven't done exactly what you said, like as in, you know, got in my own bin or whatever, right. you know, full of ice water or whatever. <laughs> you haven't got in your own bin? No, didn't you see that thing yeah, I posted today? Did you didn't see that meme, like that video I posted on Facebook. There was this guy, um, you know what it's like, Britain's hottest day, like 42 degrees. Yeah. He put a load of ice and water. He'd washed out his bin. I right. hope he'd washed it out. <laughs> and he's sitting in his bin. Yeah. And some guys ask him, you know, why are you in your bin? The guy's getting all agitated, going, you know, it's a free country. You know, your sort might not understand it, but, you know, I can do what I want in the this The bin country. guy was saying Yeah, this. the bin guy. And he's like a proper classic sort of tattoo. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like Anchor tattoo and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he's, he's drinking some martini. It's totally fake. So, I mean, it's one of these, oh, right. these YouTube... Um, do you remember they had that ice... Bucket challenge, yeah, 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 or whatever exactly. Yeah, so yeah. I've, I've never done it like that, you know, yeah, yeah, done yeah. my own sort of homemade Wim Hof type thing. Yeah, I, I'm not about that. Um, but I have gone in a genuine Finland in a Finnish 
Lapland Frozen Lake. Oh, nice. Yeah. And how was that? How was that for a humble brag? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I ain't got in no bin or anything. Did you stay um, more than half an hour? No, no, no. You, you cannot, mate. You, you literally, I tell you, it was, it was actually the, one of the, like, the most, you know, it was the funniest thing I did. Yeah. Um, it, it was such a great laugh. And um, so you, what, what they do, they basically... You, Apart you get, from the unisex sauna. That's exactly it. No, it wasn't unisex <laughs> though. But um, everyone gets bollock naked. I mean, that's like a finished tradition. I think they even close business deals um, because you're in basically the, not hiding anything. Like you're, you're not, not, you're not getting out until you sign this. <laughs> yeah, you're getting your <laughs> you're clothes. You're it. getting your clothes back. <laughs> sign this deal. Um, no, apparently, you know, it signifies trust because you're not hiding anything or whatever. So I think I, am, I may be mistaken. I don't know. But we'll, nice. we'll, we'll we'll check this as well after the class. all our Finnish listeners. Can hit us up on the socials, yo. Yeah, yeah. link below. <laughs> Let us know. <laughs> and um, yeah, so what, what, yeah, you go in the sauna, um, and then they, you know, they they give you beers. So you get tanked up in the sauna. Then obviously you're like super hot, and then you run right outside, and and you can't jump in. You will have a heart attack. They 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 explicitly what they said: don't get brave. You will have a heart attack. Um, they got like a they've lowered this sort of little wooden ladder. Yeah. Um, and you you lower yourself in, and I tell you what, it was a challenge. I had to try three times to, get to try and get up to my chest, like up to my neck oh. and then to finally dip my head in. Cause by the time you slowly, slowly, it's literally like your, your legs are on fire, like flames yeah, are like yeah, yeah. Your, your whole body's burning, but in a nice way, you know, yeah. it's like that kind of adrenaline rush where pins and needles, that kind of thing. Um, so you can literally just about dunk your head in. That was the challenge. That's how difficult. I mean, 12 of us guys. Yeah. And I think I was probably the second guy to do it. There's only two or three of us who did it. Um, it was that difficult. I mean, it's, I tried three times. I couldn't do it. I think the fourth time or something like that, I managed to get my head underwater. Um, and then, then again, you just run straight back in the sauna again and sit there for 15 minutes, drink, drink another beer or whatever. It was super fun, super nice people. Big up Levy in Finland. That's where it was. Um, Levy in um, Lapland. I thought that was a dude. That's a place. No, it's a place. Levy in Finland. Yeah, we did. We didn't do it in a lake, but we went to um, Slovakia. Oh, okay. And then we stayed in a um, we stayed in this wicked hotel, and they had like a a little spa, yeah, you know, yeah, a pool, yeah. and all of that stuff. And they had uh, so they had a sauna, they had a steam room, they had a teponarium, I think it's called, which is like a kind of a weird, lukewarm kind of in betweeny room. It's like a broken sauna. Yeah, like a broken sauna. Did like it say a, out of order on the outside? No. No, it said Teponarium. Okay. Um, which just, just maybe checking. it might be Slovakian for out of order. <laughs> Translation. <laughs> I never checked. This sauna is out of order. <laughs> yeah, it was it was a red sign with a line through it that said Teponarium. Circle with a yeah. yeah, circle with a line through it. But and then they had these um they had these wicked little like um little pools that you could walk through, just maybe up to the middle yeah, of your yeah, shins. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know like what you're talking about. Cold, right. a bit warmer, a bit warmer like that, to warm your feet up. And they had a cold plunge pool. Um, and I don't know how cold it was, but they had an ice machine next to it that was like a slush puppy machine right. that you could put ice on yourself to warm up after <laughs> the plunge pool, and it felt warm. And me and Gosha got addicted to it. Yeah, we got addicted like yeah, to jumping yeah. in it. Yeah, exactly. And seeing like how you you could, you know, I tell you, I think I've told you this before. You know when you see these elite athletes. And they do the jump yeah. out of the swimming pool. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I was better than Michael Jordan. <laughs> I could jump from this water from like my chest straight out. It's so cold. You're like, you, you just have to get out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but it was addictive. It was amazing. And, I, you know, I've always kind of thought afterwards, I like, I would like to kind of do ice baths at home, like after training or whatever. And we started doing them in the summer. 
but it was more like just the cold water and like I would just do like one tray of ice cubes, which would like melt really right. kind of almost immediately. <laughs> but because uh, the water was so hot, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Once you put it into a hot bath with the uh, Epsom salts and the Radox, it's not quite the same. But um, yeah, yeah. So the the um, the ice. The ice thing is uh, is is interesting. I tried to I tried to do that. I started doing the um, the Wim Hof breathing yeah, every yeah, morning, yeah. and I wanted to do the the ice baths and the cold showers and stuff as well, but can't can't do it. I do the breathing. I, I'd, I'd say I do the breathing probably like six six days out of seven every week. I started doing it about it must be like three years ago now. Which is that that set me up really really good for the day. That stops me getting anxious and getting okay. agitated. That's why I started doing it. I started doing it during uh, lockdown. I think it's one of these um, these. It's like one of these fads. You know, it's kind of it's in fashion to kind of put yourself through because yeah, everyone feels a little bit good. You have this sense of achievement. You do something difficult. You know, it's mm. and it is difficult. Yeah, you know, first thing in the morning or whatever, go and you know sh- shower with your hose pipe in the garden or or jump in an ice bath or whatever. You, yeah, yeah. Um, I, 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 but I think it's one of these fads. I mean, do I want to do it, man? No way. Do you, do, you, do you think a lot of people just do it for like their social media? Yeah, there is like, there look, is that I'm element. In a nice know, bath. Yeah, but you remember there's that whole sort of you know you get all these people going you know day in the life of a CEO and it's like. Wake up at five AM, personal training session, you know, I box for one hour and then I then I go and write my gratitude journal. And then I <laughs> and then I jump in a, then I then I jump in an ice bath or I sit on a block of ice, you know, and then I meditate. And then I you know, take a conference call with Singapore. Um, and then I go and have my smashed avocado on toast, <laughs> right? And then, you know, prepared by my chef, my personal chef. Yeah, it's that kind of and it's kind of like, all right, man, like who gets to do that? Who, yeah. who actually lives like that? I mean, yeah. yeah, apart from billionaires, you know, it's kind of like when you're a billionaire, it's like, you know what? Don't fancy going into work today. Do you, know? you don't need to call anyone and say and apologize. Hey, I'm not, I'm not coming to, I'm thinking about under the weather. My, I own the company. I, 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 um, I had this patient a few years ago and, um, I can't remember how we got into the subject and he said to me, um, I think maybe I've mentioned Wim Hof or some, something, we got onto it. And he said, oh, my, my dad, um, he takes... So this, this guy I was talking to was probably in his 50s. So you, I assume like his dad's older, right? He said, yeah, my dad had a, has a cold shower every morning, um, you know, for his whole life. And I was like, wow, that is amazing. And he was like, I said, you know, it's so good for you and this and that and the other. And he said, yeah, that's how he died. He had a heart attack in the shower. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> so anyway... Let's uh, let's go and have a look at some glasses. <laughs> you know, you're like, yeah, yeah, your dad's the man. Oh, he died. Okay. Yeah. Of of what you're congratulating yeah, you for. Yeah, exactly. His special skill of, of the cold water. So I was like, yeah, all right. So that's like your finish. Don't jump in the lake, or don't jump in the lake but when you're eighty something. They also took us um, rally driving, ice rally driving. So they had these BMWs, these old school three two fives. Yeah. Um, you know, we fit it out with ice studded tires and whatnot. With the spikes. Yeah, the yeah, spiky exactly. Tires. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're mad uh, Then we did tires. them husky dog racing, oh, husky wow. dog sledding, uh, reindeer safari, and some great stuff. We had a, yeah, we had a great time. This a work trip? Um, yeah, it was. Yeah, it was a yeah. I was a I was a client. Man, I'm doing a I'm doing a wrong job. <laughs> I tell you, shall I tell you? I tell you my work trip story. So this was this was uh, must be like 25 years ago. 
this was the last time I ever got drunk. This is how bad it was. Since then, since 25, the last time I got mashed. I'd been I'd been sober for probably like three months. You know, at that age, you're like, yeah. right, I'm going to be like a bodybuilder. I'm going to like right, right. eat 16 meals a day. I'm going to wake yeah. up in the night to have a protein drink, like all of that. No drinking. At that age, you know, everyone else is getting hammered. I'm not drinking. <laughs> Oh yeah, so we, so we went on this we went on this uh, work trip to Austria, and um, obviously when you get there and it's free alcohol, you're like, oh, fuck it, I'm gonna drink. So we sat down to have dinner. I still remember what I drank, right? We sat down to have dinner. I had a pint of of beer lager, whatever they had, like a you know locally brewed nice beer on tap. At the pint of that, then I had a glass of white wine, then I had a glass of red wine. Then I had another beer. This was with the meal. And then at the time, my friend, I think this was at the same time, my friend had a bar and he used to make these cocktails. And right. he he had this one, I can't even remember what it was called, but it was creme de menthe with Baileys in it. So it looked like it was called like a green zombie brain hemorrhage or some weird yeah, stupid yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, let me let me go and order some of these. So I had like probably two or three of those. So I was already like kind of mashed because I hadn't been drinking at all. And then there was a club downstairs. I think we were in the Disney. Yeah. We're in what city was this? Yeah. No, it wasn't. It was in. It was in Paris. Wrong trip. It was in Paris. <laughs> so this, in Euro Disney. Right. Euro Disney. So so. How did you mix up Austria and Euro Disney? I don't know. Don't ask. <laughs> But, but no, no, I, t I tell you, I tell you how I, if how I know it was. pink or pastel blue, how I know it was probably Euro Disneyland. Yes. Yeah, so, so I had, so I had those drinks in the restaurant, right? And then the guy who owned the company, his son, well, we, I say we were friends, obviously we weren't friends. <laughs> this is how it transpired. So, um, so, so I had the, I had a pint, I had this, whatever, creme de month, couple of glasses of wine. So I was already kind of mashed, right? Then we went to like this bar club and he was like, let's do some tequilas. And I was like, yeah, man, let's do some tequilas. So I must have had, we were in there for about four hours and I just drunk constantly. I must have had 30 shots of tequila. Like, you know, when you're so drunk that you think you're sober, or you feel yeah, completely, yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah. this is, I can drink these yeah. all night. You're past that point of return. Yeah, I didn't realise. I only found out like two years later, he was doing himself shots of water and doing me <laughs> shots of tequila. No way. No way. This, this, this. This, is, this is what I was told. I don't know if it's true or it's not true, but I was so mashed, right? This, listen to this. I was so mashed. I went back to the hotel room, which I was sharing with my friend. The same friend? No, 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 right. another guy. I was sharing, sharing with this other guy. Go in. He's asleep. He's like really snoring. I'm like, right, I'm not going to get to sleep. Let me order room service. So this is like four o'clock in the morning. So I order like a burger and chips to the room because obviously you're hammered. You want to yeah. eat a burger and chips. So eat the burger and chips. Try to go to sleep. He's still snoring. I still can't sleep. Anyway, his alarm goes off for some reason, like six o'clock in the morning. He gets up and I'm like, great, I'm going to sleep. Why does he get up? Because we had fucking early checkout booked, which I didn't know about, which was a seven o'clock checkout because it's a work thing. It's a cheaper room, right? So I get to sleep for probably <laughs> 45 minutes. Oh, yeah. yeah, like 6.15, <laughs> I'm asleep. Seven o'clock, someone's like banging on the door. 
and I'm 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 not even drunk yet. Forget hungover. I haven't even realised I'm drunk yet. I'm still think I'm sober from not being drunk. So I try to get out of bed. I can't get out of bed. I'm trying to get up. I'm falling over all over the place. I'm trying to like put stuff in a bag and get out. I go in the bathroom. I just throw up everywhere. Like just the burger. Yeah, like yeah. it's not even digested yet. All over the the, the maid is in there with you me. Still you can still see the onion rings. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can if you were if you were patient, you could <laughs> you could have put it back together if you had the patience. So. I kind of get my bag, I sort of drag it down to the lobby, I get down to the lobby, (laughs) do the checkout, and this is at like 7.30 in the morning, and we've got the Eurotunnel back at like 7 in the evening, and I'm like, fuck, what am I going to do? It's like a work trip, I'm completely mashed. So I go to the, um, they had like a, a bathroom, you know, restroom, at the at the lobby at the reception because I think like I'm gonna throw up again, so I go in there. And this is like the kind of Disneyland hotel, right? So everyone's dressed up as you know in the stupid costumes, and the guy's in the in the bathroom, and he just like spit shining the taps, like you know buffing them up yeah, so they're yeah, all yeah. shiny. I'm not joking. I exorcisted the whole. I just went in there, projectile vomited like the whole bathroom, nuts, dude. So they, they frog marched me out of the hotel. I was thinking, like, I'm going to find, like, a little, like, near a plant or something, go to sleep. They got me. They got my bag. They frog marched me out of the hotel. They, like, threw me out into the Euro Disney. And it was raining. <laughs> and I spent the whole day trying to find somewhere, like, to go to sleep, like a homeless person, like, under a bench or under a thing. Anyway. And everywhere I stopped, they would come over, no, no, monsieur, you cannot sleep here. You, you, must, uh, you must move. That's the last time I got hammered. That's how bad it was that I've I've never been that drunk again. Yeah, you got to do it again. No, I don't, I don't think I, I like. Even I'm telling you that story, I feel a bit sick. Brilliant. That's how ill I was. That's excellent. It was a, it was, a, and that was like we had a franchise with these people, right? And that was like, yeah, okay, this is uh, this is not really the kind of impression you want to make. Who wants to buy a franchise? pretty much, right? Like six months later, it all we're went the to, masterminds. It all went this. to shit after that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't worry, you'll get full support from us. Call us anytime. Mate. We'll be sober. We promise. Oh yeah, that was. Uh, that was a that was a bad one, and I had I had one more bad one, but it was before that, where for some reason it was Christmas Eve, and we were going to the casino, and for some reason I decided it would be a good idea to do champagne and Jack Daniel slammers. So I just did a bottle of champagne and probably half a bottle of Jack Daniels before we went out, just in a glass, slam them and, and neck them, and nice. Li- Oh, it was so bad. We got, we got, by the time we got to the casino, they wouldn't let me in. <laughs> so I just, again, it was raining. It's December, right? December the Christmas yeah, Eve, 24th. Yeah. I sat in the cold. Everyone else was just like, yeah, it'll be fine. Which casino was this? Oh, I can't remember. But like here? Yeah, yeah, West London. End, somewhere, right, somewhere West End. Um, I literally, I got to the door. They, they were like, no way he's coming in. Mm. And everyone else was like, okay, fine. Just leave him outside. I just sat, we got there at probably 10 o'clock and they left at like four in the morning. I just sat for six hours in the gutter, like throwing up and in the rain. Oh, that's nuts. <laughs> that's horrific. So yeah, between those two stories, I was like, uh, yeah, that's, that's the last time I need to get really mashed. 
don't don't really well, need to do it anymore. But but that, the actual execution. What about um? What about afterwards? Tell me the sort of you know the posts. You know the the the, the next. What was the morning like? Was it worse than the night before or? No, because the because the experiences themselves were so bad. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I threw up everything, but you know, right. it, it couldn't have been worse. You know, one way you're just like you're like looking at your watch and it's like, oh, it's half eleven. They definitely ain't coming out yet. Well, no, it's half twelve. And this was, you know, a long time ago. So yeah. no mobile phones, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. no cabs even. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. you they couldn't even you off, find right? a cab unless you could get up and walk somewhere. And then they're going to look at you and they're going to be like, "There's yeah, no yeah, way yeah. you're covered with sick. You ain't getting in a cab." Yeah, and yeah. and probably at that age, I didn't have fifty quid in my pocket That's to go right, home yeah, with. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, I just got to sit here and wait until. Yeah, last tube got a nice first tube or whatever. Yeah, someone. Yeah. Well, or a cab that you share is yeah. all right, right? Because you just right, get yeah. a cab and you split it between everyone and they put you at the back yeah. so you can't smell the sick on you. <laughs> but yeah, I was just like, oh, I just got to sit here. And the Euro Disney was the same. I just got to like, sit here all day until we go to the to the Euro Tunnel. <laughs> Man, I was messed up. So yeah, that's why, that's why I don't get mashed anymore. This is the point where the music comes in. <laughs> 